Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Vampires from a Chimney! Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Dwarf called Bruce? The key is yours, Dwarf. As long as you give aid to these three. It would be well to see the strength of Heidelheim once more. It has been long since one of yours has visited. I will give that key if you give aid. And if you return these... And she looks at you, Volan, and Thorn, and Clicker. If you turn these to... What did you say their names were? Saffron? Nightmare King? Return these to each of them. Privately. I will return and give you a boon. I will even take you back to your home. What's the boon going to be? She looks at your question, Bruce. You can give me an insight check as she stares at you. It's pretty clear from her look and after being there for two weeks asking the same question over and over again that that look is telling you to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And it just goes totally um, over Bruce's short head. So he picked it up. So Bruce, Bruce, you know, turns around. You want me to help these three clowns? Ah, you're dreaming. So the entire reason you came here, Bruce, the thing that you came as an ambassador for, it is not important to you, I thought, from our conversations that this was the desire of your clan and you were here for your clan. Yeah, but if I gotta nurse these three clowns through what they've gotta do before I get to open the vault, it just ain't gonna happen. Wait, wait. Unless of course you'd like us to open the vault first and then complete your task. Who the hell said that you're coming with us? We don't need your help. <laughs> there you what go, you Grandma. Do? There you go, Grandma. There's the answer. They don't want me and I don't want them. I just want the key. The key comes when you give aid. It's what do you, how do you say in the Dwarven language? Come see, come sa? They don't want my help. You can't help someone who doesn't want you to help them. I, I turn and look at Volan and Clicker. I mean, do you want the dwarf with us? I mean, look at him. He can't even look after his beard. I'll have you know, <gasps> Did you just say it took that? me quite a few years to 
develop this beard and the special architecture behind it. His beard is pretty immaculate, in fact. That was the whole point for the uh, insult. Ah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You would know a good beard if it fell on you, moron. I am concerned. Thorn, clicker. This queen here fears this court so much. Should we not help? It's just a big sigh. <laughs> Clicker is still looking at Thor. What do you think, Clicker? I think that I have about 27 questions that I want to ask, and then I can make a decision. All right. Go for it. Flicker finally, finally turns her head away from Thorn and looks at Elm Twinkle. What does she look like? Where's the expression? Um, she... You can give me an insight check, actually. She's hard to read at the moment with a nine. So there is a little bit of nervous clicking before she cocks her head again. What are the courts? She sighs a little bit and she reaches out. She reaches out her hand and she basically places her hand on your shoulder uh, reaching up high to put her hand on your shoulder Volan and she says Tolkien do you think you might explain to this one what are the, f- the four courts Volan looks at Thorn and Clicker in the stories, the courts are a different. How could you not know? <laughs> Imagine each court its own kingdom, and each court has its own ruler, and their domains are separate and different, and their natures are separate. But they rule together and oppose each other. She shrugs. She smiles at your explanation. At the same time? Sometimes they say the different seasons. Sometimes they say different times or different years. I do not know. And he looks to Grandma Elm Twinkle. It's not bad. Not bad. But you are mistaken. I am certainly not the queen. 
I am just one similar, if anything, I'd, similar to Savosi. The queen is Zarina. And there are three rulers to the courts. But it's best you know, Zarina is the queen of the Autumn Court. Still, he is right, there are four. The Autumn, Spring, Summer, and Winter. They have other names. Some say Seely, some say Unseely, some say Abseely. Regardless, before us, there was another. Some say they are our parents. I don't know. Before my time, it's legend, but... Savosi was legend too, and this... She holds up the vials. This is proof. It's... Well, we don't lie, young one. The Fae will never lie. And this is truth. I know the stories, but sometimes you think they're just stories. Bruce coughs. <coughs> Comment of the Fae don't lie. She ignores your coughing, Bruce. You said Savosi is a key. Yes. And you said you are also like Savosi. Are you also a key? <laughs> no, young one. I am definitely not a key. The legends say that when the Starlight Court was imprisoned, there was a finite time for it. They say the prison would last for 10,001 years, but that's still a time away. And an archfey from each of the four courts freely gave themselves to become, each to become a key. We don't, I don't know. That's probably the stories or legends of the other courts, that's their knowledge. But of the Autumn Court, I do know that Savosi was hidden away in the plane of dreams. And her own realm was crafted. And her being was split. And those opposing forces, one of good, one of evil. Although that's really subjective if you ask me. They kept, they would fight with each other constantly. And that constant story, the retelling of that story of the two opposing forces, that's what allowed Savosi to remain as a key. Not to want to reclaim who she once was, to know that she's really Savosi. And there's just no way. There's no way that she would be giving you boons. That suggests there's something... There's something not right in the realm. Something is causing an imbalance. That something that shouldn't be there. And it, I can't believe how, how you ever would have managed to get into her realm. So if someone was trying to get the keys, they would have to unbalance it so that they became one again. 
why someone would want to free the star. That would be the death of all humanoids. This teleportation ring. Stories tell that there used to be these rooms throughout the realm. The Starlight Court crafted these places to study because story is the humanoid races started to appear. No one's sure where they came from. And the Starlight Court studied them. They would take them to these rooms and basically take them apart. I think these slavers are people trying to get the keys. They had us mine and look for this place, this starlight place, and I think we found it. And that is how we are here now. Those people that were following us, they, they are the slavers that, um, as was mentioned, um, that had, has, had us in prison. So they're no friends. And if you want to find out more, maybe you should interrogate them instead of dragging us over the coals. She listens to you as you say that. And as you say that, uh, she waves her hand and the centaur. All right. Okay. So what I didn't catch was what the last thing I freaking said was before it cut out. What did I say? The last thing was that the dungeon we were in it was not the only one and they were built by the Starlight Court probably and they used it to observe the upcoming humanoids yeah. and take them even they even take them apart. Yeah. And and we That's at least the last of my notes, so I don't know if that was no, exactly no, no, that's the what last Elm thing Twinkle said. said. We don't believe her, remember? <laughs> yeah, didn't you hear it? She always tells the truth. So why would we believe it? What were you asking, Ryan? Uh, we were also talking about how the slavers might be trying to look for the keys because they're crazy. Ah, uh, yeah, you, um... That's right, you said something, Thorn, and she signaled the centaur, that's right. Hmm. Okay, just give me a couple more minutes. It's it's downloading here, and I am just have to hit OK each time the file pops up. How great would it be if she, like, gets her servants to bring the slavers in and they become in big trouble? (laughs) (laughs) And little Elmcourt. Revenge. Revenge. Okay. Uh, That's looking good. That's three of five. Super. Okay. Uh, Let me bring back Fantasy Grounds. Okay. So, yeah, she makes, she signals, and one of the centaurs leaves from the court and heads out after Thorn had made a point about the slavers that are I believe you said about the ones that are coming yeah 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 she nods as you say that oh wait one more moment and she says this is what I'm thinking You do something for me? Well, no. I will be sure to give you back a boon. Each of you that have been so taken, I will return you to your home. And these people that follow you, 
Here's the thing. To get you into the plane of dreams is not an easy task. But these people that follow, I can certainly hold them. You say that they are trying to get you to break the imprisonment? Well, um, Volan suspects this, but I have no idea. Clicker looks at Thorn again, like before. Well, yeah. she, she obviously wants to tell her something, but come on, she's Clicker. Waiting. That's all right. You you can go. I think actually, um, I thought when the recording cut out, you were trying to go through and ask all your questions, weren't you? Yeah, but questions aren't sharing information, right? <laughs> so those are two different things. The cat folk is called Bashir. He seemed to try and go to the dream with us. He seemed to know we are what Saffron called children of the harvest moon. Like awaits for any sort of response or, or twitch in Elm Twinkles. She looks at you on saying that, and then she says, The last chamber, the puzzle, what color of the moon was it? It was the harvest moon. Well, it had orange and red. The final color, was it red or orange? Let me just check message of the day. <laughs> if you are indeed children of the Harvest Moon, that suggests you are dreamwalkers. That explains how you entered their realm. But, well, not exactly how you entered their realm. That you could enter the plane of dreams, sure. But to enter into the realm of Savosi, that doesn't explain that. What else happened? Well, I mean, we were entering that realm when we were in uh, nearby that uh, old abandoned fey place, which uh, Volan, I think, mentioned may have been from the Starlight Court. One of the observatories. And you entered the plane of dreams from there? Not on purpose. And, and from nearby. When we entered that dungeon, we met Saffron. And she... She said she was surprised to see this room again. Or this dungeon. And then she took us to the dream realm. Well, she probably wouldn't know the Starlight Court. She was alive when they were imprisoned, so that does make sense. So she shouldn't have been able to be in the material realm. 
something doesn't seem, doesn't add up. Well, listen, I don't think anything adds up at the moment. Pain and misery is all I'm getting at the moment. Would you like another drink to help perk you up? No, thank you. Just the night before we fled, we also entered the dream land thing with Bashir. But until Saffron called us in, we did not have our memories. We were not ourselves while we were in the dream. We were children, and Bashir was a cook. To be children of the Harvest Moon, this would mean you were all born of the Harvest Moon. But to be dreamwalkers would mean you were born at midnight. All three of you? No, not three. Your other companion, he too? Yeah, the one you killed. <laughs> it wasn't me. Tis the nature of the challenge. Tis a path that has been closed for... Well, it's been closed. That you came down it is the first time in my entire existence that I've seen anyone walk that path. You Still. could have just challenged us to a die roll or a strategy <laughs> game. You were challenged by Dindelia. She is weak as shit. And you killed her. Not much of a challenge. And from what I understand, your companion, it would have been good to meet. I've never heard of such a creature. Well, he is back there, um, if you want to dig him up. But I enjoyed dealing with that pain-in-the-ass dryad. She nods and nods. And uh, as she nods, you notice that there is, along this edge of this massive tree trunk, the 100-foot span tree trunk, you notice that there is kind of a pathway that kind of loops around the center and goes up and you catch sight of a couple creatures that are walking down the pathway two of them they look like this and they they continue to walk down but they're still a ways up the pathway but you did catch sight of them as they are starting to walk down when you do see that pathway it's a it's a pathway made of vines that goes up but you also notice as well now that at different heights above you, you can see there are platforms. Some platforms are just lodged against the side of the tree trunk. And then there is another one that's about maybe about 150 feet up, which is just a solid platform. You can just see that it seems to be just hanging in midair, but there are small vines that attach to each side of that platform. This is something that you noticed that you hadn't noticed before as you're sitting here having this conversation. Gregor is not down here, by the way. Just just so you know. Yeah, that, okay, you keep asking then. 
I heard the name Servosi in the night here. High pitched voices calling out Servosi. And I thought they meant the tree that her evil side, or whatever you want to call it, the side that took my most precious memory that you just gave me back. He lived in a huge tree in that dream realm, and he called it Savosi. That one of her split beings lived in a tree? That's... I suppose that's apropos. Interesting. I imagine she must have had a similar tree. But... You mentioned... You heard creatures... Well, it would have been Faye, of course. You mentioned you heard them in the glade on your arrival. Through the teleportation ring, you mean. Yes. When I was keeping watch, I heard different high-pitched voices saying, Sephosi, Sephosi. She actually mimics the exact sound. So it's the whispered voice, high-pitched voice, and she just repeats it, and it sounds kind of haunting. You can see... Grandma Elm Twinkle is kind of tapping her chin. She's nodding as you do this. You mentioned you found clothing in that glade. What else did you find? Laker takes off a backpack and looks to Thord one more time. <laughs> Thord just nods. There's a bit of an eye roll in the nod. <laughs> And she pulls out, does she pulls out? She pulls out um, a set of thieves tools. And can't even remember. I think she didn't get much. Oh, the daggers? Yeah, daggers, I think. Yeah, there was daggers or, or, and knives. Yeah. Do you hand them to her? Uh, she's going to show them. It depends on what she does. Okay. Oh my god, my cat is chasing the cursor. <laughs> uh, my cat screen coming. My, my cat does that too. So you bring that out, and when you bring out the knives and the dagger, the three of you can give me insight checks, but. Uh, even Bruce, you may give an inside check, but Volan, you can do it at advantage. Alright. So, interesting. Thorn and Volan notice this with basically both rolling pretty much 20s, whereas Bruce and Clicker don't because they basically rolled a 2 and a 5. When Clicker pulls out the daggers and shows some of the other gear, you do notice that her body seems to tighten up a little bit when the the knife is presented, and or the dagger, either or. And she does take it, but she takes it slowly. 
Bruce and Clicker, you don't notice anything. Everything seems business as usual to you. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. But now the four of you can also roll me perception checks. Bruce, because of the nature of who you are and your background and what you've learned, you catch an odd scent that comes as Grandma Elm Twinkle takes the knife to look at the knife. And so she's turning it over in her hands. And although you don't see it, you can smell it. And you smell the distinct smell that is unmistakable to you of flesh burning. And she gives back the knife to Clicker and kind of just steeples her fingers a bit. And then she's like, That's a very interesting symbol on that. You say you found that in the glade. We did, yes. Interesting. At this point, the creatures that were walking down the the ramp, they arrive. And she turns as they start to approach. And she says, This is Midnight and Pepper. I've arranged for some rooms in my abode here. Would you be so willing as to take refreshments? All that you can want will be cared for. You will not be harmed. I will make sure that you have refreshments. And I'll make sure that you've got fresh laundered clothes. You do look as if you have been traveling for a while or missing some of the finer things. Wait, what's wrong with my clothes? They look fabulous. Indeed, you do look most excellent. You have guessed right. You might avail yourselves to my hospitality. Thank you. And you, dwarf called Bruce of Clan Fuji. Are you there, Bruce? Yeah. Okay. Do you say anything to her at the moment when she turns to you? No. She said, and you're Bruce of Clan Fuji? So do you say anything? No, I'm waiting for her to finish the sentence. The key that you are wanting. How important... Clearly it's important to you, otherwise you wouldn't be here. That's true. So, I will give you this key that you want, so that you may get access to the vaults that you're looking for. Thank you. I will also avail you to more of the comforts here. You no longer need to stay outside of my abode. You may stay inside with these three. I'm quite happy to stay outside with my donkey. Right. Fang would be lost without me. I understand. Fang would be lost without you. Understood. Will you give aid to these three? I know you haven't accepted anything. Do I have to aid these three before I go to the vault? What is your choice. You can communicate with them what you guys like to do. 
I would like to find a commitment, but not today. You have time to think about this. I have more questions before I think about this. Yes, Ravenfolk, please. We met weird creatures in the dream world. What do you mean? One of one of them pretended to be Fae, but definitely was not. It was. I can't remember. Did did she know what it was? I think she did. Which one are you talking about specifically? The the frog guy. The tall that guy. A, no, the frog guy. The one that was after the uh, bodies that uh, Savosi had given us. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you would have, re- specifically, Clicker, you would have recognized, especially once you've seen it revealed from your studies of the things that you studied, you would have mm-hmm. recognized that for sure. And. What was the name of the creature again? Or the type of creature? There you go. You guys wouldn't know this in character, you wouldn't know this, but Clicker does, and it was a Grace Lad. There was. A gray slad. You know what that is? She nods as you say that. I think he was... Further proof that there is an imbalance. Something like that should not be able to enter that realm. I mean, that you entered the realm can kind of be explained by the fact that you're dreamwalkers, but... No. They are aberrations. An aberration? Impossible. I understand. How do we restore balance? Well, the balance isn't lost because they gave you a boon. The imbalance is part of the reason why they even gave you the boon. They shouldn't have been able to do that. Something caused that imbalance, and from that, the one you called Saffron and Nightmare King, each of them gave a boon. Something isn't right, and aberrations? That shouldn't be possible. Shouldn't be possible. There must be something interfering. Some, something that doesn't belong. Did you sense anything there? You... Stepped into the dream? Going back through my notes. No, you guys never stepped into the dream. Stepping into the dream means that you physically entered the dream. You guys only entered in the dream mm-hmm. with your dream selves, and then you took over avatars. You asserted your personality. We entered bodies of children, but we knew who we were after Saffron took us in. So you are new to dreamwalking then. I see. Hmm. Well, to be able to return these, you would need to step into the dream. And with that, I can help. You do know that it's dangerous stepping into the dream. Why? Random thoughts 
can be dangerous. You need to control your thoughts. Well, now that I have my memory again, perhaps I can focus on it. That would be good. But this imbalance. You say that the slavers wanted you to go there. They did, yes. yes. And you said this tabaxi, he leads them? Uh, I would say uh, it's a bit hard to tell. Uh, the tabaxi certainly holds sway to a large majority, but there was also this character called Lord Rishi. Rishi was the official caravan leader. He's probably the slaver chief. Bashir seemed to be in charge of this dreamwalking thing, trying to activate us for months until we found that dungeon and rested on top of it. How long have you been slaves? Quicker looks to Thorn, who was the first, I think. Uh, it, it's hard to say. Um, I mean, days blend together, but I, I would think I would be close to a year, I suspect. Um, Volan over there was... Um, possibly six to nine months clicker three months and uh norbert uh bless him was was the last person here very odd that one very very odd it's a shame that he couldn't pass that challenge. As I understand, he fell in the trench. Oof, that should have been easy. How would you know that? Good catch. Mm. These are my creatures. I hear them. Just as I understand at the moment. This one you called Bashir, he's in meeting with Odithu. I see that you managed to claim that bow from her that we did about that she looks at you volan <laughs> he rushes to her backpack again and produces the the silk rug <laughs> i have this beautiful rug who would want to trade for it she raises an eyebrow at your questioning and she says, These things are not something I would care for, but outside, where Bruce has been staying, there is a lot of little places where you'll be able to trade, if you like. I will spend the night outside with Bruce then. Good choice. You can give me a perception check, Thorn. Hey, okay. Yep. Wee, other guys. 15. Nice. 
you even while this conversation is going on and stuff and you see these these mushroom like guys come down that she called pepper and midnight you've been looking around you've been paying attention but you you do notice that that red-headed human he continues to look in your direction and every once in a while when you you notice him looking you kind of notice him kind of do this little head motion as if he's trying to indicate something to you and you recall when you'd first come in when all of the the tiny sprites had come around and you'd felt something like a hand reaching into your pocket and you notice that in your pocket there is a note I've been trying to ignore that because we're having a conversation with uh, Elm Twinkle. Yep. Just wanted to make sure that you were aware that there's something in your pocket. Did you actually put it in in my inventory? I am going to do that now. Just give me one second. Well, not that I'm going to put it into your inventory, but what I'll do is I will do this. And you should be able to access this from the map section whenever you want, because your name will be on it. And so you know, it means, let's see if this works. I hope this works. Oh, not quite what I, wait, it's supposed to be. Shimmy's not that guy. Ah, far out. <laughs> I was expecting it to say it in, in the language because I chose the language. Anyways, it's written in Infernal. Right, okay. Good, good. Okay. So you'll be... So you, you just... Anyway, so you're aware that it's in your pocket. So she says... As you like, Ravenfolk. If you want to stay out there, tis all right. The chambers above, Midnight and Pepper here, they'll be ready to take you whenever you like. They'll just, whatever you might need, ask of them and they'll retrieve for you. They don't talk much, though. Good. Before we... Sorry. Before we depart for the evening, I was wondering if I may ask you a question. Please. I have been, since this all started, afflicted with something, some knowledge. I do not know where it comes from. Do you, can you sense anything of it or help? She looks at you for for a long moment and she looks at you closely taking you all in and some long glances looking from from top to bottom nothing comes of a mind at the moment but i think there might be someone that might be able to come and visit you that would you need to discover something I do not know what it is. The drink should have made you hail. It is not something I feel in my body. But I have seen things that 
my friends here have not seen and I know how to do things I should not know how to do and I do not understand what it is. Ah, I see. Well, tonight I think I will ask Midnight to bring you something that may help with that. Tis a drink that I know of. You are not of the northern tribes. You look like you're from the south. I am indeed. The stories say that we have traveled from the Northlands long ago and inhabited this empty land in the south. But I do not know how long ago that was. What is your tribe's name? We are of the Abuk. That is of the Septs in the southern fringe. He nods. She looks at you again for quite a bit, and she nods to herself. Yes, this drink, I think. Tis a bit of water from the pool of the sky. Might give you a few insights, I think. Thank you so much. I think it was a nice, like, nod. She looks at, at each of you in turn, and stops once more looking at you, Bruce. So, what are your thoughts, Clan Fuji? I have no thoughts. Now there's a surprise. Of the key that you so clearly want, you have no thoughts about the key that you've been asking me for two weeks? Um... So were you guys going to ask her any more questions? Because at the moment she's sitting there and she's kind of... It's clear enough that she has some thinking that she wants to do. Some of the things that you've told her have given her concern. She seems to be wanting you... From what you've heard so far, she does seem to be wanting you to return to Savosi's realm to return the essence that she extracted from the two of you. She has offered to give you a boon as a replacement on return, as well as return you to home. And for the moment, you do know that she has, as far as you know, she sent someone out to check into Bashir and his company. And she did not specify how to restore balance, right? So far as you know, she, at the moment, she doesn't know how that's happening. Yeah. And the, the assignment is just to give back the essence, but not to restore balance. Completely. She asked you to give the essence back to each of them, but privately. As in not in front of the other one? Yes, correct. Yeah, Clicker doesn't have any any questions right now. I, I know that there was at least one or two even uh, questions that I 
had over the course of this campaign that I really wanted to ask now, but I do not remember and I do not find anything useful in my notes either. That would remind me. So, yeah, clicker is... Excuse herself and and move out with Bruce. Cool. So, uh, yeah, go ahead, Ryan. That, was, that me. was Mick. That wasn't me. Oh, was that you, Mick? All right, sorry. Bruce. Bruce and Clicker take their leave. Okay. So she looks about. She indicates to Midnight and Pepper, basically they're, they're your guest servants. And at that point, another mass of vines rise up to enfold her. And as they enfold her, they then just kind of explode into a bunch of motes of dust that causes a lot of more light to backscatter. And she is not there. At which point, that red-headed man, he kind of slowly walks up. And you can see that in his hands, he's still got that scorpion. Oh, didn't I, didn't I share this? Sorry. Yeah, you did. You did? Okay. It doesn't load for me, though. In Fantasy Oh, sorry. So you wanted to post it inside Discord? Someone want to do that? That'd be great. Thanks. All right. So he comes up and he looks a little bit nervous. And he gives you a nod. Uh, hey. Uh, kind of would, wouldn't mind speaking to you. And he says that in, in Infernal. I, um, I just nod and say it. What, now? Mm, mm, not here. Privately, but not here. Out of this chamber would be good. I have a tent. I'll, I'll come speak to you once I'm finished here. He nods, and then he... As... With Elm Tinkle leaving, a lot of the other Fae slowly start fading away out of the chamber. Just Midnight and Pepper stay beside the four of you, and, and he takes leave as well. Okay, well, um, Midnight, Pepper, uh, is there anywhere I could uh, look to upgrade this uh, bow of mine? Uh, I've been hankering for something a bit larger. They nod. The large one is Midnight, the shorter one is Pepper, and Midnight kind of points his arm to a side of the tree, and you notice that as he points, the side of the tree just opens up and it presents a doorway out. All right, so as I'm leaving, I look to Namaji and go, uh, do, you, do you know how I can find you later on? Oh, sorry, you were saying that... Ij Namuj had already left. Oh, had he? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? No, we he just said, he'd, he'd indicated that he, he was outside. And you would notice, too, like, when you leave, there are an assortment of... It's not a town of sorts, but there are 
kind of like a number of fey creatures that are gathered and it's kind of for lack of better words it would be kind of kiosky looking okay and then as bruce heads out he's he's more confident he's been out there for a bit he knows a lot of the shops that are out there and there are looks like there are some clothing places a place that looks kind of like it carries components and whatnot looks like there might be a place that has some general trade goods and whatnot and uh are we uh being provided this stuff for free as a hosts because you know i don't really have anything to trade for midnight kind of looks and he kind of shakes his head in as a no (laughs) oh well that's just a pain in the (laughs) ass but bruce you would be aware that most of the items here that you can't purchase them with coins and metal and whatnot so i i try and offer the hacked off to scully arm uh for a for a longbow if that's possible okay so you you would go up to one of the places that definitely looks like it it has wooden weaponry and let me just see here so you find this one place and that midnight shows you towards and there is a satyr outside of it and you can see that in the store there are uh, a number of woodsy-ish type things that are there so if you go to the inventory of that page those are the things now i know there are coinage written there but they you do know that they from what Bruce has told you and from the the shaking of Midnight's head that it would be about what you can barter. So you walk up to uh, this place called Yadira's Feather and you notice that indeed there are a couple of bows there. And as I said, there was a, a satyr running the place and he, he nods as you walk up and he's like, what can I do for you? Hey, look, I see you got a mighty fine bow there. Um, and I'm pointing to the longbow. I- I'm looking to try and uh, uh, avail me with one of those, but I, I really don't have too much to uh, trade with. Uh, I've got this uh, old Tuscully arm uh, that might be of use. Um, I'm just seeing if you're interested in uh, trading for it. Give me an insight check. Alrighty. You look at him, and when you mention that, you see his eyes uh, brighten and shine uh, when you mention a Tuscali arm, uh, and you get the very clear impression that he is very interested in what you just said. So do we ha- I.e., potentially this could do more than what you expected. Uh, a Tuscali arm? Really? Nah, come on, you're, you're kidding me. No, um... And I pull it out and show him. See, uh, here it is. Ah, those things. I mean, you find them just you walk behind a tree over there. I'm sure you'd find another one. I don't know. I walk over to the tree. Uh, I don't see anything here. Well, I mean, you know, that's just an expression, of course. Um, really? Look. Uh, I- look, 
If you don't I mean, want it, I, I, I'll, I, I'll go elsewhere and see if we can find it. Wait, one. wait, 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 wait. I mean, we don't want you to throw that away. That Very useful. I mean, what? I'm sure we can work out a deal. You you just... This bow? This is... Uh, you want me to... You want this bow? Oh, for starters, yes. For, for starters, you... What, you want a better bow? Oh, do you have a better bow? Hmm. Well, I mean, have some things that might be useful. And he pulls out uh, another bow oh. that I got a uh, error. Oh. Anyway, keep going. Oh, why did it do that? Okay, I don't know why I did that. All right, never mind. Uh, so he does. He pulls out another bow. And you can see that the bow that, that was kind of sitting there that you were looking at, it's pretty good. It's it's a well-made bow. But he pulls out this other one that is very finely crafted. And you notice um, that it, it, it has a very good weight and balance to it. Uh, I mean, look, really, no one else is going to want this. Uh, this is probably the best you're going to get is, you know... Look, I'll even throw in, tell you what, I'll, I'll even throw in some, uh, well, okay, all right, look, I'll even throw in some sawwood arrows, okay? Well, I mean, I need the bow. The saw, sawwood arrows might be nice, but um, I'm also after a pearl. You... One thing, too, is that you know is that the Sorwood arrows, um, they have, uh, they allow you to shoot a, uh, your arrows 50% uh, 50, 50 further than conventional arrows. Yeah, I mean, that's probably never going to be an issue for me, but yeah, with okay. a longbow. Um, any which way, so he does offer that, and he's like, uh, Pearl, huh? You don't say, oh, well. Yeah, okay, so sorry, I caught your message there, clicker. Um, look, uh, I might not have one, but I mean, asking so much and he kind of looks and he's kind of, you know, washing his hands there uh, as you're holding on to that bow. And you recognize that the bow, I mean, uh, from your background, you know that this is a, a masterwork bow, uh, very similar to the one that Odithu had um, traded. Um, but he washes his hands and he's like, oh, Tell you what, tell you what. You come back here in a couple hours, I think I might be able to help you out. I'm much obliged. But but that's it, right? Yeah. I mean I'm I'm only after the bow okay, and, okay, and okay. the uh, pearl. So um well here, just to sh to make sure that our deal is set, you take this and he gives you the uh, the bow, the masterwork bow, uh, which I will throw into your inventory. We could just put it in the party sheet. Too. Yeah, sure. I'll put it in the party sheet. And he, oh, and that the resin that you put there is the stuff that you gave. Okay, cool. yeah, I'll take that. Do you want to identify um, it for me? Oh, sorry. There you go. And uh, 
as he walks away, give me a perception check. Or perhaps actually, maybe, sorry, perhaps an insight check is better. Yeah, insight check. Okay, off it goes. Okay, yeah. He just walks away, uh, kind of whistling as he as he walks away. That's fine. It's more than I could ever want. <laughs> I need the pearl for identify, and I need a good bow. Yep. All right. So I'll come back. Anybody in a few else hours. going to do something? So there is a there is the that shop. There is a trade goods shop. Uh, let, let me. So I revealed that one, and if if it's the same pearl that uh, Volan gave away, it'll be very funny. <laughs> that would be funny. Okay. There's this other shop that. Uh, is called the idol and the amulet and there is another satyr that runs that there's not a whole assortment of goods there i think actually uh that place also is a trade goods place it does have um a strange bit of rations that they have there that are not like your regular rations they're kind of look like a well, it's, la it's, 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 you can definitely tell it's a ration, but it's kind of wrapped up in like a leaf. Volan will actually go to that, that shop. Yep. And he'll eye up the, the, the leather armor. <laughs> and the patron of that shop kind of comes over and it's a, a female, uh, satyr and she looks at you. Yes. I'm wondering if this would fit me. Well, you are a large one. That's for sure. Not sure. It might, if you want to give it a try. He kind of like lifts it up, measures it to himself. Would be a if little... we let it out here a little bit, take this strap back, yeah, I think it probably would. He is there something that you have that you would like to trade for that? He brings out a vial full of black tar. <laughs> <laughs> she smiles as as you um, bring that out, and she's like, mm, uh, "Yeah, you found some of those purple flowers, the lilies, the purple lilies. Yeah, they're." They are out and about in the jungles around here. They're not that rare. Sorry, my friend. That's not really... Do you he have anything else? brings out and he places two daggers out as well. And the satyr uh, stands daggers. back quite quickly. She jumps back as you place. And she's like, worked metal? Are you crazy? We cannot deal. Take that away from me. Apologies. And he walks away, realizing that that was and stupid. 
You do notice too that the masonry tools that she has there, you notice oddly that none of that the tools that were in that kit are made out of metal. Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. Live and learn. I'm Mick and I play Norbit. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Valen. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bar. This is Ivan, I'm 28, and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm going to be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, Please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.